0: As we continue the clips from Canton, this particular episode, particular show, people that played with Isaac Bruce, people that he played for, you're going to hear from Ricky Prohl, Roland Williams, Tomarco Farr, Toby Wright, how about that name, Jay Zygmunt, and Dick Vermeule, all of that part of our clips from Canton as we continue to celebrate the Hall of Fame induction of Isaac Bruce, you've heard from Isaac a lot, he's been a guest on this show, we've done a number of events together, But these particular interviews are with his former teammates, coaches, executives, people who are around him, and I think they all sort of agree with my premise that he has really you know, sort of come out of his shell in retirement. And if you saw the speech, you could tell the passion, the energy he had, and it's just amazing because of the backstory. I don't know how much this has been discussed, but his iPad, Isaac's iPad, was up there for his Hall of Fame speech. And Chris Berman leaves the podium and takes the iPad, you know, on accident, presumably with all of his papers. So when Isaac gets up there, if you look back at the speech, the first thing he says is, hey, where's my iPad? Then he says it again, where's my iPad? And he said later he thought somebody would bring it to him if he called attention to it. And nobody did. So his speech was from memory. And uh, with that in mind, he really did a great job. He was funny. Quoting Cool Modi, "How do you like me now?" Showing a little bit of that swagger that he always had. Uh, but this particular episode is fun because there's some Rams folks I haven't seen in a while. Toby Wright. I mean, remember what a hitting machine he was—the Rams safety. He was just a monster. He literally left it on the field, and just an incredible player for a handful of years. Hard hitter, but got injured, got beat up, and. Uh, Came into the league with Isaac. A lot of fun to see him. Ricky Prohl, one of my all-time favorites. And I had to bust him a little bit coming up on our 15-year anniversary. In 2006, he did the Rams preseason games with me in the booth. Then that fall, he was scheduled to be on our pregame show every Sunday at 1030, Bear Park, across the street from the Dome. And I think we had done about six, seven shows and you know, it's maybe late October, I don't know. And he's calling me on a Sunday and he said, Hey, I'm not going to make it. I said, Well, what do you, what do you mean you're not going to make it? And I feel like I've told this story a few times this week, so if you're hearing it for the third time, I apologize. But he said, uh, Peyton Manning called and he wanted me to join the Colts. They needed some help at receiver. So I'm up in Indy. I signed with the Colts on Friday. I said, Well, that's great. You, probably should have told me before Sunday. So we joke about that forever, that he left me for Peyton Manning. But he got another ring, and his career receptions at that point, he'd been retired, were 666. And for years, his wife hated it, that those were his career numbers. Receptions, 666. So I think he caught like three more in Indy or something to get off that number. And so we give him a hard time about that. Big row, Roland Williams. Always fun to catch up with Coach Vermeil. There's some talking here about whether Coach Vermeil will ever get into the Hall of Fame. He's on a, a short list now. It's a committee, veterans committee, that's voting sometime soon here. Uh, but hopefully you'll enjoy the visit here with these former Rams. It was great to see everybody. And Isaac invited every single person that had worked at Rams Park during his career. And so as I'm sitting in this lobby on Saturday in Akron, Ohio, I look around and I see the former IT guy, the groundskeeper, equipment guys, video people, trainers. It was unbelievable. Marketing, PR, unbelievable gesture that he wanted them all to be there, but that they all said, yeah, I'll I'll show up and they have to pay their own way to get there. And he had a huge turnout of Rams, Well, we'll just call it Rams personnel. And it was just great to see all those folks. So hopefully you enjoy our final clips from Canton here the Kilquid conversation is presented by triad bank and here's a uh, little nugget that'll let you know we we do use Triad bank my family i was at the drive-through today in fact and the car in front of me was my mom (laughs) i said i want to take a picture of this we're hanging out at triad bank neighborhood friendly bank started in 2005 st louis Louis-based bank and soon the second location will be coming your way but if you're a business owner Always encourage folks to check in with Jim Regna and the team there. Make sure you're doing as much business as you can. If you want to expand, they might be able to help you out. Triadbanking.com is their website or on Clayton Road in Frontenac. B&G Tuck Pointing, the best in the bricks. And boy, you got hit hard by rain this week, and sometimes there's a little leak going on. The waterproofing could be an issue. They handle that as well. Waterproofing, foundation repair, tuck pointing for sure, chimney Home, garage, whatever. There's a lot of brick in the St. Louis area, and B&G is the best in the bricks. Make your home look new again. Call my guy, Rich Galati, at 363-0525. 314-363-0525, or their website, bgtechpointing.com. Appliance discounters, where they have the lowest prices on the best merchandise. Talking about General Electric, GE. Great products. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, stove, GE rebates, quick delivery. That's what Appliance Discounters is all about. Instead of waiting months, get it delivered in days. TheApplianceDiscounters.com, the website. Go to that little search engine, type in General Electric, type in stove, washer, dryer, you name it. Uh, Great product. Really is a great St. Louis success story. Denise Bradley, her husband John, started this up. Boy, it's more than 10 years ago now, and uh, it has grown. Showrooms all around St. Louis, but on the web, theappliancediscounters.com. And Marie de Villa, senior living at the corner of Clayton and Weidman Road in West County, beautiful campus, so assisted living, villa estates, name all the different types of senior living you're interested in, they have it. Great website as well, mariedevilla.com, that's M-A-R-I-D-E. V I L L A. I feel like Jack Buck. M A R I D E V. MarieDeVilla.com. Senior living. Check them out on the web. All right, here we go with our former Rams, coaches, executives, and players on the career, the induction of Isaac Bruce. And we're going to start the conversation with Coach Dick Vermeil. What a reunion. How much, we'll get to Isaac,
1: but how much fun just to be around former player just this is like a reunion every time I turn a corner I see somebody I haven't seen in years which is really great I just bumped into Roland Williams he he can now play offensive tackle he's a little bigger and stronger you know you
0: probably heard him before you saw him yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and of course the DeMarco sitting over here I hadn't seen him in years since oh I don't know six seven years and uh, no it's it's it is as much a reunion as it is a celebration you know
0: and how about Isaac getting in? Think about his career. Certainly
1: worthy, but they make these guys wait. Well, you know, they wait because there's so much competition today. The game has changed. Imagine what he would be if he started today and the amount of times they throw the ball and how they change the rules and and the schemes have become a, keep going from a Mike March to a little more sophisticated, a little more glamorous and that kind of stuff. He'd be, I mean, he'd probably catch 110 balls a season. You know, just in, in a... A nonchalant way. He just do it, you know, and uh, and he's matured so much as a person. And when you listen to him talk, you remember him as a young kid. I he'd told say, him he wouldn't talk, and now we can't shut him up. Now he would say boo, you <laughs> right. know, and now he, he he's full of warmth and sincerity, and has uh, great faith. He did a nice job in accepting his gold jacket last night. I couldn't be more proud of it.
0: And you got him at a point where he was just starting to emerge. What are those yeah. memories when you got there?
1: Well, you know, he'd had a big year or so before we got there over 100 balls but then he had the hamstring injury remember in uh, 98 he only played five games so it was a disaster that year but what happened the next year we get to him two first-round picks really it amounts to in pro, two Hall of Famers right. in the offense Marshall Falk in the offense Kurt Warner in the offense Orlando Pace growing now as a Hall of Fame caliber player and all of a sudden we're brilliant and Mike Martz adds his genius to it now Saunders and those guys and Hell, we're a good football team.
0: <laughs> and your relationship with Isaiah it was a little bumpy there when he was injured, but now you
1: guys are close. Yeah, oh well, no question. We have a great relationship. But I had a bumpy relationship with a lot of guys there the first <laughs> couple of years. Okay, you know, only nine guys off that roster that I took over went to the Super Bowl in three years. He
0: was one of them. Yeah,
1: <laughs> nine of them. Wow. Okay, and I'll tell you this: when you're with them now, one of the first things they talk about us how hard they worked. They got there, and they also make little jokes about the guy who couldn't handle it. You know,
0: <laughs> how about the expression where you would say? He makes the easy
1: catch look difficult, and then he explains why. Oh, yeah. You know, he he said anyone can practice catching the good pass, but he wanted to practice catching the ball that was thrown poorly. And most of the time, your quarterback doesn't purposely throw the ball poorly, so he'd work himself into a position to make the catch more difficult. And so I'm doing it. I've never had anybody explain that to me before, you know, like that. And Obviously it helped him, it helped put him where he is today.
0: And how vivid the memory of the Super Bowl, when that play happens, they dial it up, it's a
1: ball hanging in the air. What are those emotions? How vivid is that moment in your head? Well, first thing I see off the left side of my eye is Kurt Warner being knocked on his back and the ball going up like that and then Isaac sort of slowing down and giving him a little shove here and comes back and gets the ball. And Azakim comes running across and gives the brush block. Uh, you know, I, I, I felt, you know, I shouldn't have, but I felt, with oh, well, the game's over. We've won this thing, but it wasn't <laughs> over. <laughs> and life is good right now? Life is really good. You know, I have Harold Carmichael going in as well. Yeah, so I've been spending time. I had breakfast with four of my Eagle players this morning, and I got a couple coming over this afternoon. So it's a double reunion for me, though I see my Eagle guys all the time.
0: And Eagles, Rams, Chiefs, a lot of success, the Hall of Fame. You've been closed before.
1: What would it mean if it happens? Well, it'd be great. If I get in, I deserve it. If I don't, I don't deserve it. That's my attitude toward it, and I don't control that. And, you know, you need a good support staff, and, you uh, Hey, if I belong in, I'll get in. If not, I'm going on and make wine. And the wine business is good. Better than it's ever been. Better than it's ever. In fact, we're in the playoffs this year.
0: You're in the the wine Vermeil Wines is in the playoffs. I
1: like. No capital calls. We're making money. Unbelievable. 13 years. You know they would have fired me in coaching. (laughs) (laughs) So Trent Green's
0: happy. Trent Green will be here in a little while. He's happy. Okay, he's coming by. Last thought, uh, Tory Holt, another
1: guy knocking on the door. Look at
0: his numbers. You would think he's going to get there.
1: He's he's no one's automatic. But he's been in the finals a couple times now, and he has a great attitude toward it. He's handling the disappointment well, and he respects the guys that go in ahead of him, and he'll go in. I think it'll be this year. It wouldn't I, I think I would bet on it even this year.
2: All right, here with DeMarco Farr, former Isaac teammate, and from day one, you guys were team. came in together. We right? actually walked in the building the same day. Yeah, the same day. We looked at pictures and receivers and... He would point out the records he was going to beat someday. and you know, From day one. I didn't know that. the guy from Adam. He's going to beat this, all this type of stuff. And, yeah, I mean, uh, just, to, just to be here amongst all his family, all the old teammates, all we've been doing since I've been in this lobby is talking about Isaac Bruce stories. <laughs> yeah, when, when you pulled me away, we were talking about Isaac Bruce talking trash to people, but in a low-key way. So, yeah, just special. Day one, teammate. Uh, my entire career as a Ram, I had... Isaac Bruce as my teammate, two lockers away. People probably didn't realize it too, as quiet and low-key, as polite as he is, he talked some serious smack, didn't he? Oh my god, I I think he might be the most- A hall of famer at that. The the fiercest (laughs) competitor I've ever seen in my life, but you'd never know it from the outside. But on the inside, man, if you line up in front of him, I mean, it's a Pier 6 brawl. Uh, (laughs) He wants to win every single matchup, no matter what you're doing, darts, pool, ping-pong, football, he wants to win.
0: And he comes to St. Louis, and things just start, sort of start happening for him. He and Mike March connect.
2: At one point, did you say, boy, he's on a Hall of Fame path? Uh, let's see. The, the, the time when I realized he was special was actually 1994 or 5, when he blocked the punt versus Green Bay. Oh, 95. 95. First Rams-St. Louis game ever. Yeah, and then two plays later, he scores. So that's special. So, And just to, to watch him grow from winning rookie of the year and then becoming our number one go-to guy – during the down years, and then being that guy when we actually became pretty good. Uh, no shock. No shock at all. Um, at the end of his career, we used to always say, five years from the day you retire, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame. Took a little bit longer, but he's finally in, so we're all happy. And how about the guy away from the game? And in St. Louis, he keeps coming back, his foundation is
0: strong. His His recognition in town is probably bigger now even. It's crazy. I would not have guessed
2: that he'd be like the baton holder for the St. Louis Rams legacy. Well, it, it meant a lot, man. I mean, we used to sit and talk about what it would be like to make the playoffs and what it's going to look like in St. Louis. And sure enough, it did. When we talked about the parade going through St. Louis, this is before it happened. It lived up to expectations. So, I mean, a lot of the best things that happened to us as athletes happened in St. Louis. So, It does not surprise me that he's still there and he has a big footprint, footprint there. So we're still talking about that now. Every reunion... For the guys, when we get together for that Super Bowl team, we want to have it back in St. Louis because that's where it all happened anyway.
0: And how about Torrey Holt? He's knocking on the door. Oh, my God. I mean, you look at the numbers, and it was condensed. He did it all in about a decade. I mean, the numbers are there. I know how it is.
2: Receivers just have to wait. You know what? Look, um, to me, the best receiver I'd ever seen and played with was Isaac Bruce until Torrey Holt showed up, and now there's two of them. So uh, to have those two guys on a Hall of Fame pace on the same football team, how lucky are you? to be that quarterback or to be that teammate so eventually we'll get them all in and hopefully someday you get London Fletcher in too
0: (laughs) and life is good you're working with the Rams in LA still on the radio
2: still broadcasting uh, still having fun on the sideline now I don't get to sit down anymore so I have to stand up but still fun Um, uh, having gotten too far away from the game and I I guess this is exactly where I want to be great to see you and I know I know you're working for them, quote-unquote, them, but <laughs> St. Louis still loves DeMarco. Oh, I still love St. Louis too, yeah. And uh, it's, look, we're, we're all rooting for the same team at some point, and once all this passes over, I hope that we can all, we can mend fences. Hopefully, we'll see.
0: The one and only rock and roll Ricky Proll is with us. It is great
3: to see you, and it's great to see all these people here. How much fun is this for you guys as former teammates? It's awesome. It it's, uh, just brings back so many fond memories. Fans, front office, um, coaches, players, teammates. It, it's just, uh, I mean, Toby Wright, you know, when I first came in 98, he was there, just a, a tremendous human being, a great player, probably career cut short, um, like we just talked about because of how he played, And uh, but it's just awesome. It's just a, a, a special day celebration for Isaac, and, and it's great to see the support and all the people out here. How about Isaac, the guy that you knew away from the game? Um, it's amazing. He's changed. Um, he's uh, he's more outgoing. He's more outspoken. Um, he's obviously got a, um, a strong belief, and he always has. But now to see him, um, I wouldn't say he's an extrovert, but um, he was definitely an introvert back in '98. And now to see him, um, just his 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 leadership, his mentorship, um, and what he's done. As a great player on the field, but what he's doing off the field um, as well, and um, he's just—he's—he's he's always been someone I've looked up to and respected, um, and it's just—it's just awesome to be here and, and support him, and uh, this is long overdue, you know. And uh, to me, he's a first-ballot Hall of Famer, and for him to have to wait, um, you know, I, I don't understand that, but it's—it's it's here now.
0: How about Torrey? He's knocking on the door too. Yeah. I mean usually they make these guys wait. I guess that's how it works with wide receivers, but you look at his body work too in a condensed period of time. He's right
3: there. Number wise. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I don't want to get started on that. You know, I also get started. I can also campaign for coach Vermeil. You know, I I played for Dungey, coach Dungey, great coach, Bill Cowher, watching him from, you know, years. um, But what have they done that coach Vermeil hasn't done? And, And, uh, you know, so hopefully Tori and, and Coach will get in and, uh, you know, there's no question in my mind that that, that Tori will get in.
0: Thank you for saying no question. I was waiting on that. And Coach Vermeil has said, I think I'm the only guy who's ever been hired three times and not fired. How many guys in the NFL get hired three times and not fired? That alone should get him in. Yeah. But his body of work, what he did at each stop is unique. It's not a guy who had like a 12 year run in one spot, but if they look closely, it's a unique resume. Oh,
3: he, he took three organizations that were in dire needs of leadership and um, took them from Philadelphia to St. Louis, to Kansas City, I think from worst to, to first, or at least to, uh, to a championship, if not the Super Bowl. And uh, he's just an amazing man, an amazing leader. Um, we all talk about the things that we've learned Um, From playing for him and the opportunity the things that that I use in my business, you know how he ran our football team and and, uh, his leadership skills and the people he surrounded himself and how he treated people was uh, Was uh, Was amazing and and for me I look back and he's a special human being as well
0: Isaac always says his favorite career catch is yours (laughs) the catch and I'm like Okay, that's weird. And he's like, no, that's my favorite catch of my entire career. Because he knew that year you didn't get one. And he's like, you had been there. You deserved it.
3: What does that mean to you when he says that? And it's not some bullshit. I mean, it's- it, it means a lot. I mean, those guys, I could sit here and tell you stories of the things they did for me um, when I wasn't included in The Greatest Show on Turf, or whether it was interviews, whether it was cover magazines and um it was a selfless group of guys that I just love playing for, uh, you know, and it, it, it was an amazing time in my career and to be a part of uh, those group of guys uh, that were just not great players but great people and, and just fun to come to work every day and, and we had something special and it, and it, was, uh, it was lightning in a bottle, you know, it play 17 years, you don't get that opportunity to play with those group of guys for very long and uh, for five years. To play with Torrey and Isaac and Oz and Marshall and Kurt and Trent, you know, you just keep going down the line, Orlando, Timmerman, um, you know, it, it was just uh, an amazing time for me.
0: And for not for TV purposes, maybe for the podcast purpose, I have to tell everybody, Ricky Prohl was my preseason analyst in 2006, and then our pregame analyst, and then he quits, and I, I, I'm, I'm going to the Dome, and he calls this, hey, Martin, I forgot to tell you, I forgot to tell me what, I signed with the Colts. True or false, you signed with the Colts because Kelly said get off. Your career number of reception was 6-6-6. Six, six, six. Did that play a role? Did
3: you want to quit me? Did you want to play with Peyton? You know, I, um, all the above. All the above. I, I, You know, I was going to come back. I wanted to come back and play in Carolina, and they signed Keyshawn. Things didn't work out, and, uh, you know, I thought I was done. And, and I did hate sitting on the, the 6 6, six career catches but um opportunity came in October and uh went Bill Polian called me and Peyton called me coach and I went and worked out and things worked out and I got another ring and it was a great opportunity to play with Peyton and I'm excited for him obviously you knew he was just first time ballot and um he's a special player as well
0: I remember the phone call because you go Mark I love what
3: we're doing but it's Peyton freaking Manning I-, I forgive you okay you hey <laughs> if any if it was anybody other than Peyton. I would have stuck with you, Martin. (laughs) You're the best. No question.
0: Toby Wright, it has been way too long, and I feel standing next to Toby Wright, like I'm going to get run over, I'm going to get plowed. St. Louis remembers you, hard-hitting, great memories. Uh, First of all, good to see you. How fun is it for you to see Isaac in this collection of Rams?
4: Oh, it's unexplainable. I mean, like the whole time. Coming up here, you know, after the game, it's tough. Even getting back, emotional. We spent such a great time together. And I tell you what, man, Isaac, he called me twice and he left me a couple emails. And when I be calls, man, it's got to be something. He just said, hey, you better come out to my thing. That's all he had to say to me. So, guess what? To have a turnout and have everybody around here, you're having people from all walks of life and eras that played the game. This thing, he, you can't even plan it any better to have all the good people here because of a good person that they're coming to show homage to. So I can't even tell you, I'm, I'm ecstatic, I've seen guys I haven't seen in 20 years. How about so, yeah. Isaac
0: How about Isaac off the field too, the guy he is?
4: Well really, if I was going to say anything, it would be based on how, how I see him as the person Isaac. The person Isaac that you see has nothing to do with all the records he's got. Me and him came in together. We were just young kids with a dream and what we were going to do. But at time, man, I'm talking the person from day one. It was always, uh, hey, Toby, let's go out and work on some things. Let's do something extra. Let's stay after practice. Hey, guess what? He's the only one that I know. Let me tell you that um, I think it was three or four days during the week. He'd come in, give me a Bible scripture. It happened for like for seven years. And the same person. I've never seen him actually get out of whack. He's always been kind of composed in his nature. So when I talk about Isaac Bruce, I talk about, man, just the calmness of him. He was always determined, always doing more. And look, even though after the game, he's always called me. He's always let me know, hey, what you doing now? Let's get out your dugout. Because you know, in a lot of ways, I the game stopped on me when these legs stopped, you know? and. And it was tough for me to watch the game on my side but he always came he became closer to the game i mean i can't say enough about him the character of isaac bruce
0: if i think of the the phrase left it on the field you did did you not? tell me about those early days too and the honeymoon you guys got coming from la isaac said when we went to bush stadium I never played in front of that many people. Oh yeah What was that like for you? young guy making that move?
4: Oh, it wasn't real. I mean, like I said, we were destined for a good place, especially we left we left there I mean I'm sorry we left California under those direct circumstances. We were on our way out so it wasn't very many fans. And we went to St. Louis, man, they embraced us, they were there. so in order, in order for us to come there, man, we were just young kids in the NFL doing our lifelong dream and giving everything we got and everybody behind us. It was it was a golden time for us. St. Louis embraced us. All the way through, so it's not—I I can't say anything but good about those guys down there. So thank you, St. Louis, for being who you are. Okay. This is Roland
0: Williams. This is, this is, this is okay. some of this Whitney may not make TV, consistent. but it'll at least make the podcast. <laughs>
5: Super Bowl champion Roland Williams is with us. Continue, please. The most wittiest, thank you, biggest personality, uh, hardworking, consistent. Right. It's almost like you, you've been like the reporter that deserves to be in the locker room. Okay. Oh, okay, you're one of us. You just I'm hilarious. like Ahmad
0: Rashad was to Jordan, okay? Correct,
5: correct. Ish ish, 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 ish.
0: How about the fact Isaac and I are tight? I'm serious. We were not when he was players because he didn't do a lot of media. <laughs> now he comes back all the time. I do his events. I said, we can't shut you up now.
5: <laughs> Who is this guy? A Hall of Famer. Oh, that's true. A Hall of what Famer. What does it mean to you to be here? Um, it, everything. You know, when, when you play in a game... I think when you're in it, you don't realize uh, the players that you're around in historical context and now having a chance to be away from the game to know that so many Hall of Famers and some of the best to ever play are some of my teammates. I want to come back and celebrate each and every time. Uh, Isaac is off the football heaven. I just can't wait to celebrate with him and just happy for him, man, because he worked really hard. He deserves it.
0: How about Isaac in the huddle? We hear stories that he was, you know, this quiet,
5: faith-based guy. he could be a little nasty out there, right? Um, Bocking? a little say, bit i would just say competitive uh and helpful right <laughs> competitive and helpful he right? would
0: cut those dbs would he
5: not <laughs> <laughs> a cut master <laughs> yeah. I, I think about michael jordan they said that michael was a trash talker on the low but you would never know that isaac was a guy that quiet as kept would really try to cut your head off every single time he played and i just think that his consistency of com- competition competition uh his consistency of being just a a big-time player in special moments is something that just rubbed off on everybody. And I think that was big with us becoming a team that we became uh, late in the 90s.
0: How fun is it to be here? I know the St. Louis Rams are gone. You're in the L.A. area, so you still see, see yeah. some of those folks. But
5: to see these guys that you played with, what's <laughs> it like? It's great to come home. Uh, although the Rams are in Los Angeles now, the Super Bowl Thanks Rams. Thanks for reminding us. Yes. Listen, <laughs> the Super Bowl Rams. Okay will forever be a part of the St. Louis fabric. And so that's a place that I will always call home. Um, Isaac and I, we were just talking about some of our great times in, in St. Louis, actually St. Louis proper, in addition to right being on the field, playing in back then the Edwards-Jones Dome. Yeah. And before that, the TWA Dome, right? All great moments um, that led to Isaac getting to the Hall of Fame. So I'm just so happy for him, man. I just can't wait. I got my workout done. I'm getting myself ready. Got my throat longitudes to make sure we're <laughs> as loud and louder than Pittsburgh Steelers. Fans, and I'm just ready to go today. Big row,
0: the one and only, the <laughs> Super Bowl champion, Roland Williams. Great to see
5: you. <laughs> you too, brother.
0: All right, joined by Jay Zygmunt, longtime Rams executive, and you were there early on with Isaac. What do you remember in 94 of this kid from Memphis?
6: It was unbelievable. I remember sitting in all the draft meetings, and uh, John Manth, our personnel director, and all the coaches, they're all bragging about this guy. And obviously, he was very slight, did not have the Typical straight line speed, but I remember him talking about so much his great acceleration, in and out of brakes, would never, you know, always create a great separation and uh, great competes for the ball. And uh, fortunately, they were very prophetic.
0: What does it mean for you, having been around him so long, to see him at this ultimate honor? It's,
6: it's just unbelievable because he's had, uh, you know, his durability and longevity uh, in his production. I don't think he ever quite got the credit, but as we all know, He's not the typical receiver with his personality. Yeah. And all he does is uh, goes about his business. And, uh, I mean, a true professional and professional. Uh I think that says it all. I mean, elite player and obviously a, an elite person off the field.
0: And I think it would surprise some. I know it surprised me. He's sort of the torchbearer for the St. Louis Rams
6: legacy. Would you have guessed that knowing how low-key he was? No, but it's unbelievable to say Well, how he's matured and that great smile and all the everything he does and just how personable he is. And the best part is just seeing him this happy because uh, – well, obviously, as you know, I've seen everybody here, it's just an exciting time for, for everybody. And, and it's so great that he's letting so many of us share in his great honor. It's very special.
0: And it would be nice to come back one day if Coach Vermeil could get in.
6: Well, yes, uh, I think Torrey Holt and, uh, and Dick belong here. And I, uh, what more can you say about both of them, but in particular talking about what Coach did. And now you think of the decisions he made. And obviously the team he took over when he first joined us uh, had a lot of challenges, and he overcame them. And, uh, but that's been his trademark. You know, he rebuilt three teams, and it's just incredible what he's done. And, again, uh, not only as a great coach, but as a tremendous uh, football contributor and ambassador for the game.
0: And how about for you now? Fishing a lot in Florida? Is that
6: Absolutely. That's about the that only thing I left. Every day? Uh, not quite every day, but it 's uh, very happy when it 's tarpon season
0: all right in the time in St. Louis, there were some lows, but boy, when it was good for a minute or two there it was pretty fun wasn 't it
6: well, I mean obviously, with that era of the greatest show on turf, it was really so special uh, we had a great you know really special group of guys, as you all know the players were incredible uh, the coaches and it was it was just really incredible and it was uh, it's very humbling to think that I could be a small part of that because it was very special, and just uh, like anything else, it's very challenging, and, and the, the low moments are low. But uh, but it was all worth it for that period of time. And when you walk around here, and uh, now as an old guy, to see some of these people and uh, saying hello, it's just uh, the memories are great, and all you remember are the good things. And uh, I feel very fortunate.
0: Well, that was a lot of fun for me when I when I first started at Fox 2. I was primarily a sports reporter, so I was at Rams Park all the time in 97, 98, 99. The Vermeil years, in the locker room, out there two, three times a week, sometimes more. And then we had post-game shows, and they weren't very good in 97 or 98, but I was the post-game guy out in the hallway. A lot of interviews with Keith Lyle, Todd Light, Toby Wright, uh, just really was a good group of guys. So fun that they broke through in 99 out of nowhere and won the Super Bowl. But really enjoyed catching up with everybody. Our clips from Canton, part of the Kill Coin Conversation, presented by Marie DeVilla Senior Living in West County. Whatever type of senior living you're looking for, this is the premier spot to check out mariedevilla.com for more information. Triad Bank on the web. It's Triad Banking com and it's the neighborhood friendly bank. I can't say it enough. You walk in the lobby, they greet you. They're happy to see you. It's the way banking should be. TriadBanking.com in Clayton or on Clayton in Front Neck, and soon it's coming. That second location soon on Olive Road. Appliance Discounters find them on the web at theApplianceDiscounters.com. Can't endorse them enough. We've got our stove. Washer, dryer, refrigerator, several times over on all of these. Uh, we've moved, replaced things, given some to the kids, you name it. TheApplianceDiscounters.com. Great merchandise, low prices, great people. TheApplianceDiscounters.com. B&G Tuck Pointing, where they are, the best in the bricks. If you want to make that home look new again, check out their work at B G Tuckpointing. Dot com Family-run business. The B and the G are Bella and Gabrielle. Those are the daughters of Rich Gulati. That's what the B and G is. And you see the girls on the commercials. Right now, there's spots running on Fox 2 for B and G tuck pointing. If it's foundation repair, waterproofing, mortar, you name it, they've got it. B, G, tuck pointing. That's my go-to line, isn't it? You name it, they've got it. You need it, they've got it. B, G, tuck pointing at three six three zero five 5 Two five. Thanks for listening to the Kilquinn conversation. We'll talk to you again soon.